Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Monday Night's Show. That is also not John Donahue. <laughs> that is our guest co-host, Raphael from A Dumb Mouse. Hi, everybody. How's it going? So, uh, welcome, Raphael. Uh, he's got a great site on uh, Disney called The Mouse. It's just a lot of news articles, yeah, right? And blogs news. and stuff like that. Yeah. No uh, crazy, stupid things like I did. Facts that no. have to be maintained. <laughs> but you have a pretty book that everybody should go buy right now. <laughs> it's not a pretty book. It's a, it's okay book. Uh, all right, so this uh, we got some uh, uh, stuff, a lot of Disney news to get on to. So uh, let's start. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. So first uh, bit today, we've got the Candlelight Processional Dining Packages, which go on sale July 11th, and the 2018 event starts on November 22nd. So the Candlelight Processional... As you guys all know, is an incredible show that you yep. have to go see. It's, it's telling the traditional story of Christmas. It is spectacular. I mean, you've got a 50-piece orchestra, a choir, celebrity narrator, narrators, which everybody every year has to know the entire list because right. we got a plan. That's right. So the processional is performed three times a night, 5, 6, 45, and 8, 15 during the holiday season at the American Gardens Theater. Uh, just across the way is the Club 33 that's being built. Oh, yeah. Uh, also available on select days and evenings, candlelight, candlelight processional dining packages will include a delicious meal and a guaranteed seat for one of the candlelight processional performances. Availability, as you can imagine, is limited. Candlelight processional dining packages go on sale Wednesday, July 11th. Lunch and dinner is offered at most World Showcase restaurants. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner options are also available this year at Epcot Area Resort restaurants at Ale and Compass at Disney's Yacht Club Beach Resort. Uh, sorry, a Yacht Club Resort, with breakfast and dinner po- options being offered at Traderia Al Forno at Disney's Boardwalk. Yeah. I'm glad they're doing this, that they're, you can have stuff outside, breakfast yeah, outside that, that the makes park. A, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It makes yeah. it more convenient and gives you a lot more options. Right. 
So kind of the like processional dining packages start at $38 for breakfast, which I think is a steal if you're getting the same seats if you yeah. uh lunch is 50 and dinner is 55 per person. Obviously right. uh for adults and then gets uh, a little bit less for children. Yeah. The lineup, which is what everybody cares about. That's right. Is Cheetah Rivera on 11:22 through 23rd. Mhm. Then we have uh, nobody yet scheduled for <laughs> a few Thanksgiving. days. But uh, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, which everybody loves, is going to be. Peach? Yeah, 12-3 uh, through 12-6. I personally love Whoopi Goldberg. She's going to be here 12-7 through 12-9. I've seen her do it live, and it's an incredible mm. performance. 12-13 uh, through the 14th, we have Blair Underwood. You have Gary Sinise mm-hmm. of uh, Mission Space fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, twelve fifteen through twelve seventeen, you have Pat Sajak, which I thought is interesting. Right. Uh, twelve eighteen through twelve twenty, and you've got Edward James almost. Do you know who that is? Uh, yeah, he did uh, a couple movies back in the eighties. Hasn't? I don't think he's done anything recently. Um, I, I feel ashamed that I don't know who this person is. Uh, Lean on me. Uh, was it Lean on me? No, it was the other movie that was like Lean on me. I don't. Know. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But he's a pretty good actor back in no, the 70s. No, I'm sure he is. I just, I just didn't know. And yeah. he, he's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yep. And then you have Jody Benson, which I'm sure is going to be very popular. Oh, yeah. Day after Christmas uh, and the 27th. Yeah. And then we have a few, you know, still to be announced. Yeah, a couple of black holes in that schedule. I'd love to go see Jody, but I don't think I'm going to be here again. I think I'm going to be in New Jersey. Um, and Neil Patrick Harris is good. I've seen Neil before. Uh He's pretty entertaining. I like Neil and Jody because they have a passion for Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, Whoopi, I don't, sometimes she puts her political spin on oh, some of, of her course. comments. But she, she tends, I mean, I've seen her, I, I've i gone in there thinking the same, but, but she's pretty good about the Christmas thing because, yeah. you know, it's passionate for her. Yeah. Uh, Gary Sinise, I haven't seen, but I'm sure he'd be interesting. I think he's got a slight passion for disney too um and pat sajak he was there last year and i just didn't have a chance and i don't think he's gonna fall into my window of opportunity to be honest you can't go wrong with this show i mean it's just an amazing show every year and it's to me it's the best thing i mean obviously with osborne lights not even being here anymore Mm. it's definitely the best thing on christmas time yeah um if you really want to get into the spirit of the season. Yeah. And if you, listen, if you don't want to pony up this money to get the dining package, which a lot of people don't, it, you know, for a family of six, it, it can be up. very expensive. Yeah. Uh, you could stand in the back and get the same view that somebody that's paid the $55 to sit in the seat. Mm-hmm. You know, the only difference is they're sitting and you're standing. I mean, one year I sat, uh, didn't sit, I stood in the back and watch Jody Benson from the back. Yeah, I mean, you do what you can to see the show. It's, yeah. uh, it's that incredible. I do wish it was a bigger theater, but it is sure. what it is. And I will say, there is it is nice to have the convenience of having a, a guaranteed seat because yeah. the wait times for the for this show in particular get yeah. real, real long. Yeah. But I agree with you. If you can't and you you know don't have the money to it, just wait it out and, and tough it out in the back, which yeah. is not, not a bad option at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. And even, uh, you know, for Eat to the Beat and all those kind of things. No, that for thing. sure. I always show hey, up. You can hear the music from, you know, Spaceship Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That <know>. is funny. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good show. Go, go check it out if you have never been. 
Okay, next up, a Disney World here in Florida is offering a special add-on for blacked-out pass holders this summer. So they sold you a pass that you can't go to the parks, and now they're saying, well, if you really want to go to the parks... We feel bad for you. If you give us $80 more, <laughs> we'll let you go to the park. <laughs> you should have just bought the right pass. So uh, starting on July 6th, the Silver Theme Park Select and the Weekday Select annual pass holders will now be able to buy a summer add-on. So with this add-on, pass holders will then be have unlimited uh, visits to the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom during their regular blackout days uh, from July 9th uh, through August 9th. Disney's Hollywood Studio will still be blocked out. I think that's so funny. Because obviously, obviously that has to do with Toy Story Land. Yeah. It expires. I just think it's interesting because uh, you would think, you know, I I think that Toy Story Land is going to wear, the lines will wear down a lot quicker sure. than it did for Pandora. And yet, yeah. I mean, you go to Pandora, it's still like, it's not opening day yeah. levels, but it's still bad. Yeah. I'll tell you something about that uh, once I finish this. So uh, the summer add-on pass is only available to purchase at the vacation planning and guest relations uh, locations, including Disney Springs, uh, ESPN, Wide World of Sports. Uh, so you have to go to a park to do this. You can't do it online. Uh, the add-on ticket is only available for the silver and the weekday uh, pass holders. Everybody else or the weekend or the Epcot only and that, whatever ticket uh, are not eligible. Uh, the summer add-on passes will include access to all days, including weekends. For those with weekday select pass holders who purchase the add-on, uh, the price is $89 and includes the ability to park hop between the three parks. So that's a good deal. So somebody said to me, uh, the way they got around Toy Story Land on opening day was they hired a Disney uh, tour guide and did the private tour thing. I'm like, oh, my God, that's ingenious. Here's the rub. It's $425 an hour with a seven-hour minimum. But you can have up to 10 people in your group. So I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a minute. I should pick like a day like in September. Hire, get, you know, nine of my friends. Do this. We can do Pandora, Mind Train, Toy Story Land. What am I missing? Oh, Soren and Test Track. You know, everybody's checking their phones to see if they're in your top nine right now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that was that would be good, right? Yeah, because you can park hop. You can go, and they'll just take you right to the front. Bing, bing. Disney minivan service? I think so. <laughs> Speaking of which, I did that uh, this past weekend. Oh, awesome. How was it? I I did it on the 4th of July because I thought the studios was going to be very crowded. <clears throat> so I figured, let me park at a different resort, and then I'll just do the minivan over there, and then I don't have to worry about parking in the studios because it's not a very pleasant experience anymore. Uh, yeah, current moment, no, it's not. Yeah. So I parked at Port Orleans, which is probably really not far enough. <laughs> to take it. For the $25. <laughs> yeah, because it's a flat fee, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where you go. It's 25 bucks because it's just, you know, down the street, literally. I should have parked at, like, an Animal Kingdom or something. Anyway, uh, I pull up the app, hit the thing. Uh, six minutes later, boom, man, guy, van, minivan shows up. Yeah, I love that it yeah. uses is integrated into the lift app. At first, I yeah. 
you know, not having read much about it, I didn't know how you even got it, but then a friend told me. Yeah, you had to go to the front desk, and they would text you a link to the Lyft, but now you just open up the Lyft app and do it. Uh, You can tip, too. It's just like a normal Lyft uh, ride. It was not bad. It's a nice, clean, you know, car. It can sit uh, probably six people. Did you get the extra cast member experience, like like trivia or something like that, or no? No, no, really. I was more or less grilling him. Well, that, that might be it, Tony. <laughs> so, what's special? So, about you're a this? cast member. Did you have to have any special training? How long did it take you to get this? <laughs> you know, do you get tips? Do you get to keep the tips? Do you get any money? Are they paying you out? Did they offer you a job? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think what he was trying to offer me is get the hell out of my car. Yeah. The other advantage is they do drop you closer than uh, the buses. Yeah. Uh, the best is the Magic Kingdom. They drop you really right at the bus loop. Uh, each one has, uh, each park has its own little bus stop that is only for the minivans. So, and it's something I mentioned to you, just uh, that they have wheelchair accessible vehicles as well. Yes, I, I don't know they, if yeah. Uber really has that. Or yeah, yeah. If you go, uh, if you go to Disney Springs and you go to the Strawberry Lot, which is the one behind Cirque, you'll see all the cars parked there. A row of mini cars. The many, 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 many. Uh, who was it? Uh, Len over at uh, Touring Plans. Uh, the highest numbered vehicle he's seen so far is 88. So there's at least 88 of them. So that's pretty good. Okay, uh, on with the Chiu. Uh, last week we had a trivia question, and it was, what is, I'll ask you, what is the name of Sid's dog? I'll be honest, I didn't know this. All right, there you go. The correct answer was Scud. We got a lot of Sid's which was close, but Scud was the one. And uh, Mike S. is the winner. And uh, as we like to say, Mike, it's in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, this week's trivia question. This is a tough one, I think. I think people are going to have to dig deep to get this one. But I thought it was a doozy. It's definitely cool. Which actress worked as Alice in the Main Street Electrical Parade in the 1970s? All right. If you know the answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. I think you're going to be shocked. I, I didn't try to Google this. I should probably try and Google some of these to see how easy they are to find. But I didn't. So. Well, you just told everybody how to answer the question. Well, everybody knows how to Google. <laughs> I mean, if you don't know how to Google, how are you listening to this yeah, podcast? Exactly. <laughs> you know. All right, uh, if you'd like to help us out, please go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, and there you can help support this show. We have an exclusive ad-free show. Uh, we put up uh, exclusive video content, and uh, we're going to do some other things for you. I have some things planned for this winter uh, that we're going to try and put out for you all. Uh, we just had a show at 7 o'clock, so you missed that. If you're a Patreon, we do a show exclusively for you. Uh, and we'd like to thank... Our Patreons, James, Ernie, David, Dustin, Corey, Sam, Jennifer Ross, Ron, Willie, Michael, Kat, Dawn, Mike, Katie, Eva, and Katie. So thank you for your patronage. I was looking at the list of your Patreon and... So now we've got Disney Springs is announcing their weekend... Beat the Heat DJ Dance Party through August 12th. Mm. So Disney loves their dance parties, and it's hot. So they're mixing both things together. The folks at Disney Springs are inviting guests to stop by the Splash Pad near Once Upon a Toy for the Beat 
the Heat DJ Dance Party. The lively party will take place every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night beginning at 6 p.m. and lasting until 10 p.m. It's going to be a place to bring the kids to splash and play and enjoy cool refreshments and sweet treats. Plus, they'll have games for the whole family now through August 12th. Huh. Who wants to dance in the heat? <laughs> well, at least there's the water, right? I think it's mainly like you're out there with your family and you're going to be shopping and you're yeah. like, oh, let me have my kid go run around while I right. do something else. What oh. scares me is when they're down to their diaper or they're down to their, you know, their little underwear. I'm like, do I really want to see kids running around in their underwear? Some people strip them naked. I've seen that, too. And the security's got to say, hey, you got to put some clothes on the kid. You know, it's just very weird. I saw it in Epcot once uh, where they, uh, I think they were escorting them out because the kid was naked by one of the little splash zones. And they're like, no, you can't do that. This is a theme park, not a. Yeah, I mean, I think. Not a bathing center. I think social norms are difficult when you have uh, Walt Disney World and people coming from all across the globe. Yeah, not everybody's got the same rules and etiquettes mm -hmm. as we think. Mm -hmm. So that's good. It'll give the kitty something to do. Um, hey, Snapchat is bringing augmented reality to Disney and Universal. What do you think of that? That's cool. I mean, I, I saw this first at Universal because they mm -hmm. had Snapchat actually had the uh, their machines, like the dispensing machines where you can get them. Uh, for a while, Snapchat was having a hard time reportedly uh, selling these Snapchat glasses, but right. but I think uh, I think this is smart uh, rolling integrating it into other other companies' own experiences and own apps because their technology is really awesome. Mm. I mean, their filters are still the best. And yeah. I, I think their technology is great, but obviously the uh, Instagram is very hot on their heels. So the fact that they're doing this partnership makes a lot of sense for them, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think some of the stuff that integrated into the park, like you're about to mention, is, is very... Yeah. So they struck a deal with Disney, Universal, and Six Flags. I didn't know Six Flags owned any characters. I thought they just borrowed everything like Universal. Uh, to bring augmented reality experiences to Snapchat users in the park. So I'm going to have to go try this weekend, I think. Uh, visitors will be able to interact with their favorite movie characters with brand-new park-specific lenses and filters. Snapchat has a history with all three park operators, creating Mickey and Minnie birthday uh, face lenses, a Jurassic Park bit emoji lens, and a Superman face lens. The parks, the Disney parks, are integrating Snapchat into the overall guest experience with Mickey and Minnie lenses, more filters, and the recently announced Play Disney Parks app. And I think that would be a good integration. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely... I've been talking about it. This this Play Disney Parks app is like something that I thought they were going to have years ago because mm. you see where AR is going now, especially with Apple having put AR Kid and, and making it something that everybody has on their phone. So we kind of almost expect it now. And who has better IP than Disney yeah. to put, you know, Disney, you know, Mickey running around in, in, in whatever land is appropriate, you know, let, let's say Seven Dwarfs, you could have the Seven Dwarfs walking yeah. around right by the, by the ride. And yeah. And eventually, if Apple does come out with AR glasses and mm -hmm. this Play Disney Parks app integrates with that, you can literally walk around the theme park and see all these things unfolding in these lands. I mean, could you imagine as an expansion to Toy Story? I mean, as a, a content expansion to Toy Story Land, you could have yeah. the blocks moving as characters right. are, you know, so there's just a lot of potential there. Yeah, I, th I think it'll be interesting. Um, and I think the, the new app, the Play Disney 
It's got some potential. Right now, it's a little on the... Yeah, it's it's very... It's just starting out. Very but, rudimentary. Yeah, what I'm talking about is, like, yeah. what I ideally... But, yeah. But it, I agree with you. It's not it's there yet. Trivia games and... And I will give you a, a cheat for the... So, <laughs> <laughs> if you go... Up, up down, down. No. <laughs> if you go uh, to the app and you... you if you're near the Horned Mansion, you hit the Horned Mansion badge and you get that. Well, if you double-click it while you're at home, it'll add that to your badges. You don't have to go to the park. Nice. <laughs> so you can go to any one of the attractions and double-click and it'll just add it to your badge. So you don't have to go to the park. Tony just found the bug. Yeah. And it's going to be patched up, so I would use that tip right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I would go get as many as possible. Because <laughs> I don't know, maybe they're going to... You know, I don't know, allow us to re redeem them or something for, I don't know, a, another magnet or sticker for my car, you know, because they seem to be in the magnet business all of a sudden. So, all right. I thought this next one was uh, something you'd be into, Raphael. Yeah, definitely. So, I can't, we, we, we you know, in the Patreon podcast that we'll sh give another shout out. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Toy Story Land, and one of the coolest things about Toy Story Land is that Slinky Dog gives you this view of star wars land <laughs> it's right. like coming soon yeah <laughs> and of course the other thing that's coming soon thereafter is a star wars hotel and we have a lot of details about the star wars I mean, in, in the hotel as far as what it's going to look inside and because mm -hmm. they've they've shown some concert art yeah. but we really don't have you know a good grasp of everything else about it so we're starting to get little bits and pieces so a new permit reveals uh that star wars hotel guests may access disney's how they may access disney's hollywood studios uh a new permit filed today has provided details on where the upcoming Star Wars Hotel near Disney's Hollywood Studios will be located in relation to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, including how it will be accessed by guests of the hotel. According to the permit, the project generally consists of clearing earthwork, masquerading, and development. The project includes construction of a bridge over the RCID L402 canal, and all water quality treatment and compensating storage will be accommodated in the existing downstream stormwater pond. A lot of verbose language, but basically, uh, it starts to give you an idea about what they will. When you first, when you drove, because you came into yeah. to Disney Hollywood Studios to go to Toy Story Land mm -hmm. through the what used to be the classic entrance, right. you see Star Wars uh, Land being built to your left, and the right there's that's like, going to be the hotel entrance. Exactly. So yeah. on the right is the hotel entrance, but it's not. You would think it's immediately there, and it's actually mm -hmm. a little bit further out, yeah. and it's past this drainage uh, canal yeah. that's being built. So from Osceola, you have like the art of animation. That ramp is heading right towards the studios, and I think that's going to be the main entrance. Definitely, yeah, yeah. So the permit also reveals that a bridge will be installed over an existing drainage canal, allowing vehicles to get to the front entrance of the hotel from the Hollywood Studios parking lot. Uh, like we had. Together, right, including pricing. Yeah, and I think that. Remember I was telling you parking lot? I think that's going to be the hotel parking lot because they're talking about this bridge over the water canal. I mean, that's what's under there is a water canal. So, How do you think you're going to enter the land? Do you think it's just going to be a walkway, a themed walkway? Do you think it's going to be... From the hotel? Correct. Uh, I think it's going to look like you're leaving, you know, like a portal of a spaceship and you're going into... You know. It makes sense. Like you're like land, yeah, you've, you've landed. landed. Right. Because the way it was kind of explained to me from some people was uh, when you arrive, you're going to be entering a spaceship. Yeah. So you're going to, you know, 
have like a Blast portal. Doors, you know, yeah, hydrolator yeah, exactly. style. It'll be, you know, like you're entering a spaceship and all that kind of stuff. I don't know how they're going to do the front desk kind of thing, but they'll figure it out. They're smart people. And then I think that's how you're going to enter the park then is through this, you know, another spaceship door. That yeah, psh, you've docked and it's... Yeah. You know, kind of like Star Trek. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be interesting. The thing, uh, you know, I, I keep thinking about, all right, great, if I don't stay there, but can I go there? Is there places for me to eat or shop? or? Can we use their Disney pool? <laughs> yeah. Is the, yeah, is the pool, you know, blue milk? Blue milk. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting how they uh, put it all together, you know. I'm actually surprised they've shared so like so much concept art already, despite there being so little construction. They're building excitement. Mm-hmm. You know? They've filed so many uh, patents for this plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be like the book of Star Wars patents by the time they're done. No, I, I mean I've seen blaster stuff. I've seen projection. I've seen you know how to turn the window into you know space. Uh, I've seen you know blasters for interactive stuff. They've been just filing patents like yeah, mad. This, this is gonna be way more interactive, I think, than Star Wars, uh, than Pandora. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's gonna make Pandora look like I a know. sandbox. So that's that's. I think people don't realize that Pandora's not gonna be anything like this either. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, that is show number one. We are done. Uh, as we'd like to say around here, hey, go visit Raphael. Thank you. Themouse.com. Themouse.com. Uh, get all your fresh, hot off the press news <laughs> from the mouse. Uh, and as we'd like to say around here, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc., are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue. Fate steps in and sees you through one inch upon a star. You're